All right, welcome. Thanks for joining with us. It's Kenny Russell, Bulldozer Faith, Living Life in the Spirit, having a few technical issues here. We have got designated broadband for our feeds. We're in a new property right now, so uh, we'll just have to try and work out what is causing our technical issues. Just want to give a shout out to those that are tuning in. We've got Esther in Australia. Good to see you. We've got Gerda with us. We've got Dale with us, who finally gets to join us on a live feed. Welcome, Dale. Good to see you. We've got B. Good to see you. We've got Haley. We've got Jeff. Um, yeah, and if you're just tuning in, just uh, write in the comment section and uh, just let us know that you are tuning in and uh, it's good to hear from you. And I don't know, you know, how, how you are today, but this is the Day of Atonement. What a blessing it is to, uh, you know, be in the, the season of the feast where we get to be set aside into the heartbeat of Yehovah to hear the word of Yehovah. Earnestly I seek you. And what I love about the Day of Atonement, you know, this is a time where we deny ourselves. It's a time where we recognize how holy this day is, how important this day is. And just the revelation of what took place uh, or what takes place in the Day of Atonement is just, you know, we've got so much to rejoice in, in Yeshua. And, um, you know, I don't want you going through a religious process on the Day of Atonement where you just think it's, you know, what are we going through on this day? Listen, our salvation is guaranteed. We are sealed by the Spirit. We are called to take short accounts before the Father at all times. We don't have to wait for one day a year and go through the 10 days of awe, trying to get everything in order just so that we will be accepted in His presence. If you've received Yeshua, the Mashiach, the Messiah as your Lord and Savior, you have the victory at this time. We have a Savior who doesn't have to be sacrificed over and over again. He doesn't have to pay the price over and over again because we have the new order of the high priest and the order of Melchizedek. Yeshua has taken his place at the right hand of the Father and we rejoice. So like I said before, all the <laughs> I discovered you weren't hearing me on the audio. On this Day of Atonement, it's a blessing that we can set ourselves aside, but more than anything, recognize what Yeshua's done. And number two, stand in the gap for those who are yet, uh, who are not yet saved, that we will see salvation uh, come to the hearts of many. We also pray for those in the Christian world, and you might be watching right now thinking, what is this Day of Atonement? You don't do it. You do things like Christmas and Easter. You do Pentecost and these types of celebration. But Day of Atonement is so important. We're going to read from the book of Hebrews tonight and just enjoy a time in that scripture. But before we do it, I want us to jump, turn to Psalm chapter 63, and I want us to read this chapter because... In this Day of Atonement, one thing I love about this day is that we get into that position of earnestly seeking the face of Yehovah. And through this series we've been doing over this last week, we've been talking about the importance of abiding in Him, remaining in Him. And, you know, when we get to these days where we stop, especially ones like Atonement, uh, Yom Kippur, where we uh, fast, some of us fast, uh, you know, 
I don't know if you fasted today or not. I fasted today, and it was a blessing to to fast. It was a blessing to rest in the presence of Yehovah, seek first his face. But one of the scriptures that came to me, which I thought was so powerful, was Psalm 63. And I want to read that as we open things up here. Good to see you, Tony and Christy as well uh, from Texas. Great seeing you there. Hallelujah. Okay, Psalm 63. O Elohim, you are my God. Earnestly I will seek you. My soul thirsts for you and my body longs for you in a dry and weary land where there is no water. And I was thinking about that scripture today because these last two days, uh, our family has been able to sit outside and just enjoy the coolness of the evenings. That's something we haven't really been able to do all through the summer because it's been so hot. But, you know, how much do we desire to seek Yahovah? And when we come to the feast days and these holy set-apart days, are we taking time out? Uh, you know, Hannah today, she switches off her cell phone and all these different things just to give that undivided attention in the presence of Yehovah. And what comes out of those moments where we have that undivided attention in the presence of Yehovah? We receive nuggets in the presence of Yehovah. And those nuggets that we receive, they bring forth life to us. And more than anything, I want us to experience what it means to receive from the Ruach HaKodesh as we take time to stop. We take time to rest from the busyness of life. And on this Day of Atonement, it's actually on a Sabbath as well. So it's already our normal Sabbath rest and our time to be set apart. Oh, Yehovah, you are my Elohim. Earnestly I will seek you, my soul first for you. And what we're talking about here is not what's happening on the outside. We're asking what is happening on the inside of your life in the presence of Yehovah? Do you desire to know him more? Do you desire to pursue him? Yeah, as a deer pants for war. Oh, my soul longs for you. You know, this is where we've got to get to that place where we are thirsting, that we are hungry for him. And this is what Yeshua was looking for. You know, he would make statements and then just walk away. He didn't, he wasn't out there trying to be a salesman. Come on, you've got to believe me. You've got to listen to me. You know, I implore you to hear me, to understand, to receive me. No, no. He just demonstrated who he was because he abided in the presence of the Father. And right now, I just sense that the, the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit is saying, do you hunger to abide? Are you, are you thirsting? Is your soul thirsting? Are you longing for him like in a dry and weary land where there is no water? Because when you take that sip of water after a time of fasting, that, that uh, sip of water is so powerful. And we recognize what we receive in the presence of Yehovah. And Yeshua says if we will drink of him, we will never thirst again. Are we uh, partaking of the, the river of life from his living water. Verse 2, I've seen you in the sanctuary and behold and beheld your power and your glory because your love is better than life. My lips will glorify you. I've seen you in the sanctuary. I've seen the demonstration, the very presence of who you are. 
And Father, we ask for your presence to be so strong within our life. We break the assignments of the enemy. When Elohim's presence shows up, the assignments of Hasatan, Satan's plans against you are canceled in Yeshua's name. We break those strongholds in Yeshua's name. We release not just the presence of Yehovah, but the testimony that he is here. And we have confidence when, when he shows up, when we know who he is. It's a testimony to who he is that we stand upon his promises. And there was one thing I was uh, you know, just looking at today as I was praying and interceding on behalf of those who are not yet saved. Standing in the gap for the land of Israel. Father, pour out on this land. Bring supernatural revival to this land. And there's three key things that we have to understand uh, in our life and how we need to live and these are believing we've got to be people who are believing we've got to be people who are receiving it's one thing to believe it's another thing to receive we, we can believe him but are you willing to receive from him and are we trusting in the name of Yahovah. What does it mean to trust in the name of Yahovah? When the Father speaks to us, when He gives you a word, when He uh, gives you instructions, you can trust to walk out that word. You can trust to live out that word. So if you are believing, receiving, and trusting, what are we doing? We're abiding in Him. And without these three key things, we will be spiritually bankrupt. And in this day of atonement, I believe the Father's saying it's time to be aligned. Are we those who are earnestly seeking Him? And if you have experienced what it truly means to be in the presence of Yehovah, experience the love of Yehovah at this moment, this day, then hallelujah. But don't let go of that. Don't let go of that place. Recognize we don't want to walk in the ways of this world, but we want to walk in the ways of the Spirit. We need you. And I love what the psalmist says in verse 4. I will praise you as long as I live. And in your name, I will lift up my hands. I will praise you as long as I live. I'm making a decision not just for the moment. I'm not just living in the moment. I'm proclaiming as long as I live. I will serve you all the days of my life. Why? Because I've recognized your love. I've, I've recognized your power in your glory in the sanctuary. I know what it is to draw into your presence. And when Yeshua died on the execution stake, you know, there was an earthquake and the, the curtain in the temple tore from the top to the bottom into that holy place where only the high priest could go one time a year. And this was the access that Yeshua gave us into the presence of Yehovah. Hallelujah. You are called to enter in. You're called to enter in. If you heard the word we shared a few days ago, you can catch it on the podcast as well or, or just scroll back on your social media feed. You know, we talked about, uh, you know, understanding God and understanding our heart that even if your heart is condemning you, do you know the love of God that's so powerful? He knows who you are. And even in the midst of knowing who you are, He loves you. So you might be watching or listening right now, feeling like, I feel like a failure. How can God love 
me? How can he uh, love me with, with how I've lived my life, with what's going on within my life? You have an opportunity right now to believe in who he is. You have an opportunity to receive the promises that he has for you. We are justified by faith just as if we didn't sin. You know, we have right standing with him. It's not our righteousness, which is filthy rags, but it's his righteousness living within us. So we lift up hands. We praise him as long as we live. In your name, I will lift up my hands. I will proclaim, I choose to live in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach. I've made a decision. As for me and my house, we will serve Yehovah. Where are you at right now? Are you choosing to live to, to live in love, live in peace in your calling that the Father has for you? My soul will be satisfied as with the richest of foods. There's a food that we need to partake of which is more powerful than anything that we can get in our normal day, uh, you know, breakfast, lunch and dinner. There's a food that we receive spiritually. And I love what Yeshua said uh, to the Samaritan woman when the disciples came back and they saw him speaking with this woman, thinking, what's he doing speaking with this woman? And then they're like, okay, I got the packed lunches, everything's there. And what did Yeshua say? I have food that you know not of. You know, I, I'm not hungry for the food. And as we take time to, to fast, if we do fast, and it's not just on Day of Atonement, it can be other times of fasting. What are we doing? There's a source that I need to be connected to, which is greater than sustaining the flesh in responding to the needs of the flesh. I earnestly seek you. And that's my desire today, that we will wake up with the fire of the Spirit today and we will go out from this day with, with, with a, a declaration before the Father. You know what? Thank you, Father, for what you are doing today on this Day of Atonement. But I want to take this beyond. I want to experience what it truly means to partake of a food in the presence of of a mighty God. It's a rich food that's so rich and it's so satisfying. There is nothing that can compare to receiving from the presence of Yahovah. With singing lips, my mouth will praise you. So let's give thanks to him right now. Father, we thank you for sending your son. We thank you, Yeshua, for what you have done in our lives. We will praise you. May our mouth continually speak words of praise. We come against negativity. We come against cursing. And we, we ask that we will be those who edify and build up and strengthen in the hearts of others. On my bed, I remember you. I think of you through the watches of the night. Hallelujah. So it's not just about what we do within the day. Are you the one who earnestly seeks him? Then when you lie down on your bed at night, what's happening? You are meditating, remembering the things that he has done. Take that time to remember. Never forget the goodness of Yehovah. You might be in a tough place where everyone's just speaking negative to you. Why follow God? Why serve Him? Look at the things that you're going through. Look at the tragedy you face. Look at what's happening in this world system. You know, where is God in the midst of all of that? But don't forget what He has done for you. You know, you can, you, you can take away 
everything. You can take away even the breath of your life, but if you have Yahovah, you have everything. So we need to recognize who He is, that He is our all in all. Hallelujah. So on our bed, we remember you. I think of you through the watches of the night. Because you are my help, I will sing in the shadow of your wings. And I love that. We see that in Psalm 91. You know, what, what are we doing? Taking refuge in the shadow of his wings. So as we lie down to sleep, we lie down in that place and we say, I'm in the shadow of the wings of a mighty God. He cares for me. He will cover me. He will protect me. We're getting ready to come into Tabernacles, Sukkot, where I'll be sleeping outside. I don't know about you, sleeping under the stars and that vulnerability. You know, I don't know what country you're living in, but we've got things like Palestinian vipers and all sorts of crazy stuff around here. But, you know, we're still going to sleep outside and say, you know what, Father, you are my source <laughs> in the shadow of your wings. I'm going to sing from that place. I'm going to rejoice from that place in who you are. My soul clings to you. Your right hand upholds me. Hallelujah. My soul clings to you. The very life. And, and this, this is a huge shift that takes place from living your life for yourself and the natural to living your life in the spirit. Do you believe that the Father can bring you through? Do you believe that he can make a way where there is no way? Do you want your life to count? Not just today, but from this day forward. Do you want it to count for the purposes and will of Yahovah? Because we're not called just to attach God to our life. But we are called to allow him to live through us. So our prayer today is, Father, what are you doing in our community? What are you doing in our area? May your name be glorified through my life. May we be sensitive in how we communicate your love and your joy to this generation and to those who are around us. And Father, we want to be on, on time and in tune in your presence. And, you know, this is where we want to get to. We want to cling to you. Our soul clings to you. Your right hand upholds me. I know that you are all powerful, God. And there is nothing that can come against me that can separate me from the love of Yahovah. They who seek my life will be destroyed. They will go down to the depths of the earth. They will be given over to the sword and become food for the jackals. But the king will rejoice in Elohim, all who swear by Elohim's name will praise him, while the mouth of the liars will be silenced. So don't be afraid when lying tongues of prophecy and lying tongues of cursing, you know, you, it sounds strange to, to say both those things, lying tongue of prophecy and, and, and you know, and, and lying uh, uh, tongues of deceit, you know. Why, why have those things together? Because, you know, some people have sold out to the lying tongue of prophecy of the enemy and they're speaking lies just to be accepted, just so that they fit in and people will like them. But we need to be people who stand up and proclaim the word of Yehovah.
So today, my encouragement is that we are people who earnestly seek him. And I hope that is what's going on in your life today, that you are standing in that place to make a declaration of who he is. We rejoice in what Messiah has done. So in Hebrews chapter 9, I want to read uh, from verse 11 of chapter 9. When Messiah came as high priest... Of the good things that are already here, he went through the greater and more perfect tabernacle that is not man-made, that is to say, not a part of this creation. He did not enter by means of the blood of goats and calves, but he entered the most holy place once for all by his own blood, having obtained eternal redemption, the blood of goats and bulls. And the ashes of the heifer sprinkled on those who are ceremonially un, uh, unclean sanctify them so that they are outwardly clean. How much more then will the blood of Messiah, who through the eternal spirit offered himself unblemished to Elohim, cleansing our consciences from acts that lead to death so that we may serve the living Elohim. It's not just about what happens on the outside that was taking place uh, in the, the first covenant when they would sprinkle uh, the, or the sacrifices of the bulls and the goats, but the work of Yeshua cleanses even our conscience, cleanses us from the inside. Verse 15, for this reason, Messiah is the mediator of a new covenant that those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance. Now that he has died as a ransom to set them free from the sins committed under the first covenant. And this is important because many people don't want to talk about the reason why Yeshua died. He didn't just die because of the sins of Adam. He died because of the sins that were committed under the first covenant. This is the sins of the golden calf when the whole uh, household of Israel, the children of Israel, they came under a blood covenant. They broke that covenant and the consequence was death. And that's why the Levitical order came in. So we've moved from that order to the order of Melchizedek. Hallelujah. Verse 16. In the case of a will, it is necessary to prove the death of the one who made it because a will is in force only when somebody has died. It never takes effect while the, the one who made it is living. This is why even the first covenant was not put into effect without blood. When Moshe had proclaimed every commandment of the law to all the people, he took the blood of calves uh, together with water, scarlet wool, and branches of hyssop. And you know, what does hyssop represent? It represents our testimony. And uh, he sprinkled the scrolls and all the people. It doesn't say he, he sprinkled uh, 12 pillars representing Israel. No, because you look at when all of the items within the sanctuary were sprinkled, everything was covered with the blood. It says that he sprinkled the scrolls and all the people. And I believe what the word says. I believe that all the people were sprinkled. They all came under this covenant. 
He said, uh, he said, this is the blood of the covenant which Elohim has commanded you to keep. In the same way, he sprinkled with the blood both the tabernacle and everything used in its ceremonies. In fact, the law requires that nearly everything be cleansed with blood. And without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. Oh, just, just picture that. Without the shedding of blood, there's no forgiveness. We see that even all the way back in the Garden of Eden at the fall of man. But also, to, uh, you know, on the, the Jewish uh, Day of Atonement a few days ago, you know, even the Talmud says that there needs to be the shedding of blood. But what do they do when they don't have the temple? How do they atone for their sins? Well, we have, you know, the new order, uh, or rabbinic order that takes place. It talks about the good deeds and the things that we do, that they no longer require sacrifice. But, you know, this goes against even writings within their, uh, you know, corrupt Talmud. But what does it say? Without shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. Where do we find this? It's in the book of Leviticus, chapter 17, uh, 17 verse 11. It was necessary then for the copies of the heavenly things to be purified with these sacrifices. But the heavenly things themselves uh, with better sacrifices than these. For Messiah did not enter a man-made sanctuary, that was, that was only a copy of the true one. He entered heaven itself, now to appear for us in Elohim's presence. Nor did he enter heaven to offer himself again and again, the way the high priest entered the most holy place every year with blood that is not his own. So we just picture this over and over. The children of Israel, they knew that every year they had to come to that place where they realized, you know what, <laughs> mercy is running out. We've now got to renew our stand before God this year. We've got to renew it. We've got to get ready. And that's why they have the 10 days of awe. They've got to get ready. It's not in Scripture. It doesn't say for 10 days, get on your face, work this out between trumpets and uh, Day of Atonement. You know, why are they doing this? Because they're recognizing that there's not a sacrifice, there's not an offering that's been made that is once and for all. But we see that we have that in Yahovah. Hallelujah. Verse 26, then Messiah uh, would have to suffer many times since the creation of the world. So he's not doing this over and over again. But now he appeared once for all at the end of the ages to do away with sin by the sacrifice of himself. Just as man is destined to die once and after that to face judgment. So Messiah was sacrificed once to take away the sins of many people. And he will appear a second time, not to bear sin, but to bring salvation to those who are waiting for him. Another interesting statement here. It says that when he returns the second time, he's going to bring salvation. So where are we at in the basis of salvation? We are being saved. We have the guaranteed seal of the Ruach HaKodesh. We don't have our heavenly bodies. Yeshua is coming to bring us the fullness of salvation, that we will walk in that fullness. Now, do we recognize the mediator of who Yeshua is? You don't have to work this out by yourself, as we read in verse 15. For this reason, Messiah is the mediator of the new covenant. 
So we have received the promise. We are standing on the promise. We have Yeshua as our mediator. He is making intercession on our behalf, if you like it or not, so that you become right standing with Yehovah, that you can enter in. Father, we rejoice. We just want to recognize who you are on this day of atonement. We recognize what you have done in our life, that you have paid the ultimate price. But more than anything, Father, we thank you that there is a day coming when we see the fulfillment of this true day of atonement as a nation. Father, that you will be glorified again through all your people, not just the Jewish people, but through all those who are called according to your will and purpose. So we stand in the gap right now. We pray for believers in, in, in Jesus and Yeshua who are not walking in the, face, in the feast. Father, wake them up to the reality of what it truly means to be in obedience. And we also pray for those who are not yet saved. May we be effective in our community at shining and spreading the fragrance and knowledge of a mighty God. Hallelujah. Well, I hope you're blessed and encouraged with this message, and I pray that you will earnestly seek him. I pray that today will be a, a day of tasting that he is good, that you will realize how much he quenches your thirst and how much we need him more than anything we can ever imagine, more than the food, more than the water that we could drink. We earnestly seek him. And I want to ask you a question. If you don't want to have spiritual bankruptcy, there's three things that you need. You need to be a person who is believing. You need to be a person who is receiving. And you need to be a person who is trusting in the name of Yahovah. You bring these things together and you're going to experience the fruitfulness of a mighty God. And that's what we want. We want the fruitfulness of Yahovah to be so powerful within our lives that people are drawn to us because of who He is. So I pray right now that, that the fragrance and knowledge of Yeshua will supernaturally increase upon our lives, that we will walk in the transforming power of a mighty God, that we will not be the same. I don't want to be the same tomorrow as I am today. I want to go from glory to glory. I want to experience more of Him. I want to experience the fruits of the Spirit, the signs, the wonders and miracles, the transforming power of a mighty God. So what are you facing today? Just take a moment right now. What are your prayer requests right now? You know, what, what's the Holy Spirit being saying to you this day? Is there events within your life you've got to get prepared for? You're seeing that there's things happening that you might not want to face, you might not want to go through, but this is life. And sometimes we've just got to go through things even that are tough. And I just want to speak the power of the Spirit over your life that you will go through the things that you face under the shadow of his wings, that you will lie in your bed and receive the rest and know that he cares for you. He doesn't just care for you, but he cares for the nation. He cares for his people. He wants his people to walk in his ways. Hallelujah. I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with the message tonight. I pray that this word will just be something that will edify and strengthen you in your faith. If you are blessed and encouraged with the ministry, you want to sow into the work that we do. Listen, this is the time we need people to plant seeds into the ministry, sow into the work that we do, because we've got so much work to be done.
And we're just asking the Father for the resources to equip us. And at this time, you can go to buildthoseoffaith.com. You can plant a seed into the work that we do to make a difference for the kingdom of Yahovah. Also, if you're blessed and encouraged with the ministry and you have a testimony that you want to share, if you know, it doesn't matter if it's a testimony through what you're hearing on our, on our messages here, but share testimony. And we can uh, put them within our newsletters as well. And uh, they can be a source of encouragement to others. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Let's go forth in the name of Yahovah. May we be strengthened to face whatever is before us, knowing that in Messiah, He is able. We are able in Him. We can go forth into the Holy of Holies, into the presence of a mighty God. We can meet face to face with the Creator of the universe. If Elohim be for you, who can be against you? Who can separate you from His love? So let's go forward today in the mighty name of Yeshua. Until next time, Shalom, Shalom.